We are the Pirikara Queers. 私たちはピリカラクイアです。Hello everyone, I'm Yumei. Hi everyone, I'm Hibiki.Welcome to the Spicy Hot Podcast for all your queer info and combos.And yay to the second episode!Yay!Yay! ちょっとホットでスパイシー、辛口なクイア情報と対話をお届けします。第2回目へようこそちなみにちょっと急なんですけれども、はい、今日からリスナーのことを。はい。ピリピープルを略して、ピリピって呼びたいと思います。イェーイ<笑>ピリピピリピ、はい、So just to let you all know, starting from this episode, we're referring to our spicy listeners as ピリピ as a shortened version of ピリピーポー。ピリピーポーピリピーポーピリピー,ピリピー,ピリピー !Hello, ピリピー !Hello, ピリピー<笑>あピリピーの皆さん、まずは新コーナー、愛の振りかけです。<笑>ここでは愛について何かしらのトピックを紹介します。はい uh, so all of you, Piripi, we're starting the episode with our new segment called Furikake of Love.、Mm. And Furikake is like something you kind of sprinkle on rice and things.、Yeah. And so we're going to be introducing something spicy that relates to the topic of love. じゃあ今日の愛のふりかけは何ですか So what's the Furikake of Love today, Hibiki? Drum roll, please. <laughs> Boundaries です。今日のトピックはバウンダリーです。はい、はいえー。日本語圏ではなかなか聞き慣れない言葉かもしれないですが、うんえー、日常の中で、まあ、いろんな面でバウンダリーっていうのはもう超えられたり尊重されない場面があるんですね。うん、でそれぞれがこう心地よく安心して関係づくりをしていけるよう今日はこのコンセプトをピックアップしていきます。はい。はい Today's love topic is boundaries.、Mm-hmm. Uh, we're sharing this concept in Japanese because we personally feel that in the spaces that we frequent, personal boundaries are crossed without awareness. And so we want to facilitate a conversation about this concept to hopefully provide a tool to navigate one's own sense of safety、mm-hmm. and comfort. ね、バウンダリーっていうのは直訳すると、うんまあ、境界線っていう意味を持つんだけれども、うんうん、対人関係において英語圏ではよく使われる言葉で、はい、例えばなんか一人時間を絶対にあのぜ一人時間を取ってる時は絶対に部屋に入ってこないでっていうのは自分のバウンダリーなんですけれども、うんうんうん、それを例えば無視して相手が部屋に入ってきたりしたらそれはバウンダリーを超えてしまったことになります。はい、so what are boundaries, right? Like it's it means like a kind of border and it's a concept that's quite well known in the English speaking world.、Mm-hmm. If someone sets a boundary and asks you not to enter their room when they need alone time and you end up doing so, it does mean that you've crossed their boundary. Yeah, でなんかその物質的なバウンダリーだけじゃなくて、まあ、精神的な面でも使われてて、うんまあ、例えばこれはやめてと言ったことを相手が無視して行い続けることもバウンダリーを超えてると言えると思います。うんうん So, boundaries aren't just physical, but they're mental as well.、Yeah. So, for example, if someone keeps ignoring your request to stop doing something, I think we can say that that person、uh, is crossing your boundary.、Yeah. So, Yume, Yume, you have a boundary that you have. What's a boundary that you have? Yeah, boundary is really difficult. I have a boundary that I have to say, but I have to say that 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 I have to say that
なった時だったりなんかこれはさすがにツーマッチもう無理ツーマッチ<笑>、はい、ってなった時にはいやここは皆さんで解決してくださいっていう風にバウンドリーを少しずつ設けるようになった気がする、うんうん、でもなんかまあそれもまだまだ結構学び途中って感じなんだけど、うん、Yeah it's actually really difficult for me to set boundaries because I'm such a people pleaser、うん、But one thing I'm trying to do is within my family、yeah. I feel like I'm always put in this kind of like mediating role between family members、right. But I've recently really been trying to say like hey this is not my job this is not my role and it's too much And I try to draw the line sometimes.、Yeah. And I'll say, like, this is something you really need to resolve on your own.、Yeah. And that's a boundary I'm really definitely trying to still instill. Still instill. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah, I'm definitely on a journey of like trying to keep that boundary. Right. You know? Hibiki, how about you, Hibiki? I think that I'm going to be able to do something about it. I think that I'm going to be able to do it. なんか依存関係にならないことっていうのが自分にとっては重要だから、うんうん、なんか周りの人とかも同じぐらい大事にしたいからなんか全てを頼られすぎたりとか自分だけを優先し始めたりしたらちょっと待ってみたいになるかな。うんうんうん、so I think for me personally it's important that、um, we don't rely on each other like too much So, like, I don't want to be heavily codependent on just each other. I want to prioritize my other relationships in a similar capacity. So, if someone starts to only rely on me and、yeah. only prioritize me, I might be like, wait, you know, hold on, let's back up. Yeah, like, that's a boundary. Yeah, yeah. 整理してて相手に伝えるっていうことだよね、うんうん、なんかお互いのバウンドリーを尊重することでよりやっぱり安心できるいい関係づくりを築いていけると思うのね,うねなのでフィリピンの皆さんもぜひ自分のバウンドリーや相手のバウンドリーについて考えてみましょう<笑> Yeah, I think it's really important to first ask yourself what kind of capacity you have for each relationship <笑> What you're seeking and what kind of boundaries need to be set to achieve that、yeah. and to communicate these things to the other person. And so, by respecting each other's boundaries, we're able to form safe and healthy relationships. So, yeah, we wanted to create an opportunity to reflect. You know, once again, on what our respective boundaries look、mm-hmm. like. And hopefully, everyone can kind of put this into practice, right? Like, I'm going to say, 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 So,、uh, the Tokyo Rainbow Pride was held at the end of April.、Yeah. And so, we're going to do a brief intro into the US history of Pride and its politics、um, in order to talk about the history and context in Japan in our next episode. Konkaino topic wa Pride to sono lexi, so ste sore ga ika ni fukzatska to yu koto ni tsite hanashitai to motte te. Neto kotoshi mo shigatsu matsu ni Tokyo Rainbow Pride ga kaisai sare te te. 今日は次のエピソードで日本のプライドの歴史や文脈に触れるまあ準備として、うんうん、えっと米国のプライドの歴史や政治性について話していきたいと思います。Yeah, like why do you think it's important for us to understand and kind of try to like navigate the history and politics of pride?、うん、あのなんかまあそもそもどうしてプライドの歴史や政治性について理解したり、まあ、なんか話していくことって重要だと思う？ 
Well, I think pride is a large-scale visibility movement, mm -hmm. um, something that is symbolic and representative in many ways. Yeah. So we're here not to simply criticize, but to be critical and discuss the topic um, in order to connect it to other movements and future possibilities. Mm -hmm. So we're not here to invalidate how affirming or enjoyable it may be, because that's really important, mm -hmm. you know, that you feel loved and you feel seen. But we also want to ask, like, how effective is pride Like on a societal level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. あのプライドっていうのはとっても大きな可視化の運動で、まあ、いろんなことをあの象徴して表しているものだと思うんだよね、うんうん、だから今回の意図としてはそれをただこういいと捉えたりなんかただ批判するんじゃなくて他の運動や未来の可能性についての議論を目指してて、うんうん、でもちろんプライドっていうのは自分たちのアイデンティティを肯定できるすごい祝福する場であってでそれは可視化されて自分たちの存在があるよって言える場所。うんうん、でも果たしてなんかどこまでちゃんと社会的なレベルで影響を及ぼしているのかっていうことをなんかちょっと考えていきたいなと思ってます。Yeah, and also I think it's really important to focus on how history is constructed, right? Like what information is actually recorded, who is being remembered, and who is forgotten and made invisible. Because I think it really connects to like who is made visible in the here and now as well. なんかまたそのプライドに焦点を当てることで歴史がどのように構築されているのかっていうところにも注目するのは大事だなと思っててなんか情報がどう伝えられててなんか誰が歴史上で重要とされていて誰がいなかったことにされているのか、mm. これもなんかすごい今のプライドだったり運動の中で誰が可視化されているかっていうのにすごくつながると思うんだよね。ね、つながるよね。Mm. Yeah, so、um, today we'll introduce points that us two feel are particularly important and pick up information in history that has often been overlooked. So please keep in mind that this is in no way a comprehensive history of pride.、Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. 今回はピリカルクイアの二人がまあ特に重要だと思ってあまり広く知られていない可視化されてない情報や歴史について話していきます、うん、なので、はいまあ、決してプライドの全部を語っているわけではないということを念頭に置きながら聞いていただければと思いますはい思います思います First,、はい um, we're gonna dive right in Um, so, yeah, I think the history behind Pride in the US is, you know, it's been discussed a lot. And even on the Tokyo Rainbow Pride official website,、um, it alludes to the Stonewall Uprising.、Mm -hmm. um, so, at the same time, I see a lot of issues with how it's talked about.、Yeah. えー、それではもう早速いきたいと思いますが、はいまあ、まずは米国におけるプライドの歴史っていうのはまあよく語られてきていてで東京レインボープライドの公式ウェブサイトでもストーンウォール放棄についてまあ言及されてるんだよね、うんうん、でもそれがどう語られてるかっていうのにちょっと問題があると思ってて Okay, well, a super short explanation of Stonewall、okay. is that in 1969, the police raided a bar called the Stonewall Inn、mm -hmm. and the trans women, sex workers and drag queens That were at the bar started an uprising that really sparked the gay liberation movement.、Mm. However, if we look at the TRP official website, it、yeah. states now that the quote unquote gays,、um, and in the parentheses, in parentheses it says, quote unquote,、uh, at the time gay was a broad term that included that we 
that included what we now call LGBTQ+. So it's kind of saying that like the quote-unquote gays started the movement. Right. Stonewall っていうのは、まあ、本当に超ざっくり言うと、はい、超ざっくり。超ざっくりざっくりで。ざざざざざ1969年にストーンウォールインっていうゲイバーで警察が定理に入った時に、うん、そこにいた主にトランス女性やセックスワーカードラッグクイーンなどが放棄を起こして、うん、そこからゲイ解放運動とかにつながっていったっていう、まあ、あの引き金だったのね、うんうん、でも東京レインボープライドの公式説明だと、まあ、鍵括弧でゲイたちって言ってて、うん、その後に括弧で、えー、と鍵括弧当時のゲイは今で言うところの LGBTQ Q プラスを包含する人た,人たちのことを広く意味してたって書いてあるのね。<笑> mm, yeah. yeah, and I think it's an interesting point that they used like gay、mm. to refer to the people who kind of created this uprising, right? なんかそこでゲイって使われてるのはなかなか興味深いと思うんだよね。そうなんだよねなんか当時の様子に関してはまあいろんな説があるんだけれども今まあ一般的に広く認識されてるのは最初に物を投げ始めたのはシルビア・リベラっていうまあプエルトリコ・ベネズアレ系のトランス女性とマーシャ・ピー・ジョンソンっていう黒人のまあ自称ドラッグクイーントランス女性だったって言われてるんだよね。で確かに当時2人は自らをゲイと名乗っていたっていうふうに言われてるんだけどなんかこの説明だと方眼的っていう言葉によってなんか誤解されかねないなっていうふうに思ってて。Yeah, so there's a lot of different accounts on what happened at Stonewall, but it's widely known now that Sylvia Rivera, a Puerto Rican、uh, Venezuelan trans woman, and、mm-hmm. Marsha P. Johnson, a black self proclaimed drag queen and trans woman, were the people who first started to throw things.、Um, and it's true that at the time the two described themselves as quote unquote gay,、yeah. but the TRP explanation could lead to a potential misunderstanding. Yeah, honestly, Yeah, I think yeah. historical erasure is such an important concept to keep in mind when talking about anything, like anything. But anything,、yeah. with the history of pride, like since the actions and、mm. the histories of trans people、yeah. who are often especially marginalized and placed in a vulnerable position within the umbrella term of LGBTQ plus or gay,、mm. like it just often goes so unrecognized, right. right? And we see this erasure continue to this day. Yeah, like, I, I just think it's really important, right? Yeah. Yeah, like most definitely. I feel like even now, when it comes to who is visible in a movement and what movements are picked up in the media, there's so much erasure when、mm. it comes to marginalized people who aren't considered like palatable or like easily consumable、mm-hmm. um, within the general public. Yeah. なんか本当にそうだと思っててなんか今現在もなんかどのような人たちが可視化されて、うんうん、どのような運動がメディアで取り上げられてるかってすごい重要な点で、うん、特に、まあ、消費されにくいとか受け入れにくいってされる主演化,主演化されてる人はなんか良くないっていうことにされたり無視されてるなっていうふうに思う。うんうん、なんかもうないことにされるよね。そうそうそううん
Now, speaking of marginalized people and how they're often erased in movements, it's also really important, I think, to note how the Stonewall Uprising really marked a shift in the LGBT movement, especially right. when it concerns like who was at the forefront and yeah. like what the movement was for. Yeah. So, その、マイノリティとされているっていうところ、それがなんか壁になってたみたいで。いや、そうライクイフユーロケットホモファームーブメントノティスタテユースファイルインステッドオフライクホモセクシュアルエクセクシュアルライクアンドディスウォズアリーリ
racist, classist, and like transphobic, like fucked up society. <laughs> but it was like to emphasize that they were different and yeah. like they acknowledged this and they weren't going to fit into the current system. And it sounds so fucking queer to me. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, see, like, we're just gay and no different from all of you, you know? Like, being gay is normal, mm. we're the same as you, we're just gay, mitaina. Mm. Like, it was like that, to like, hi, hello, like, we're queer. Yeah. And no way in hell are we the same as you, but you know what? Like, we're really proud. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was the, tran- you know, transition. Yeah, yeah. so,変わりません。なんかゲイであることは普通であって私たちはみんなと同じだよっていう動きから、いや、私たちはクエアで、そしてなんかみんなと同じなんてとんでもない。でもなんか私たちはそれ、その違いにプライド、やっぱり誇りを
other incidents in the past that were kind of described as like Japan's stonewall. Mm, and、yeah. like the literal English word pride is also used in Japan as well, like prideo. But, and so, like many people, I think, see the concept itself as quite Western.、Yeah. But in reality, Japan carries its very own, like, unique context in relation to the movement. Yeah. To you in short segments, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. まあ、次の回では日本におけるプライドの歴史や文脈について話すんだけれども、はい、なんか本当はこのねエピソードにこの回に全部入れようと思ったんだよね,うんだよねでももう本当に1時間半とかになりそうだったから、はい、次のエピソードを楽しみにしててください、はい、Now to sign off we're going to introduce today's ピリンゴはいそれではバイバイする前に今日のピリンゴ Today's word is joy friend. We found this wonderful word via、mm. um, the TikTok user Polyamorous Black Girl. Hi, Kyono Kotobawa, joy friend. Otastacha Koitomo to Yakushimasta. TikTok no Polyamorous Black Girl san no doga kara inostemas. So it's a word that seeks to deconstruct the boundaries between friend and lover.、Yeah. So if you have a friend that is really close to you, that you consider really important in your life, you could potentially call them a joy friend to mark that special intimacy. はい、恋友とは恋人と友達の境界線を曖昧にする言葉でだからなんか例えばとても近く感じてる友達だったりとか人生において重要な関係性を持ってると思ってる人とか、うんまあ、特別な親密性を抱いてる人とかを表現するときに使えます。Yeah, so we hope you all think about who your joy friends are in your life.、Uh-huh. ぜひ自分の周りで、まあ、どんな恋友がいるのかちょっと振り返ってみてどんどん使ってみてください。イエーイそれではピリカラクエアを応援してくれてるピリピの皆さん、はい、インスタアップルポッドキャスト、はい、スポティファイ、はい、サウンドクラウドなどでフォローしてください<笑>ぜひぜひ<笑> yeah, Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Apple Podcasts, Spotify or SoundCloud Until next time And shout out to the Tokyo Dex office for letting us use the space to record this podcast <laughs> Stay spicy everyone Stay spicy